welcome everybody to our little space. If you fall asleep, he's going to slash your face. You know I lost the remote again this week, but I found where it was at. In the hands of the son of a thousand maniacs. That's right, we are diving into Wes Craven's, in my opinion, best movie, A Nightmare on Elm Street, starring, you know, Robert England just hacking and slashing around trying to get four teens. Uh, everybody had on this that has seen this movie multiple times. We're not going to waste a lot of time with an intro because everybody's probably seen it. But I have one important question for Arthur to start. What makes did, did the sleep doctor get so scared that he ran to the desert to become a mailman and fall in love with the teacher prostitute? How hard do you think that would have to affect his psyche to see a hat just appear out of nowhere, Arthur? Are you teasing this into another movie that I'm not getting the reference for? Uh, so the doctor was uh, the uh, mailman in Demon Knight. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> no, that's and I know you love Demon Knight because of uh, we've talked about it. <laughs> how much you? I like do. I just didn't so. think of Wally when I saw him. I knew he felt familiar. It just it just didn't click. Okay, so anyway, we'll we'll jump back to the beginning. Wow, That's my, my fun yeah. joke out of the way. Wow. Uh, I also have I also have one Let for me the just teacher. Go. <laughs> that open, sorry. <laughs> I also have one for the teacher. Uh, she, after this uh, school, got so scared she went to uh, become a slumlord for Roy Munson <laughs> in Kingpin. Oh, is that the? Uh, <laughs> what's it? What is it about great sex? Oh no, she also <laughs> became a medium. That's right, because her yeah her more, more famous stuff is probably or more well known for this community will be uh, the uh, Insidious movies. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't place that. I just instantly saw her with uh, as Roy Munson with doing the little the the finger. Th yeah. <laughs> finger thing. So anyway, um, what, this movie. To what me about starts... good sex makes me have to take a crap? <laughs> <laughs> I. <laughs> Get out of here, you Real quick, like I remember watching that movie with my parents after I had seen it once, but I forgot about that scene. And like I'm like, oh no! And that line came out, and it it popped my face. It was just like it worked, and I I was just like, I can't believe that that hit right, you know. Like, <laughs> I uh, uh, the line I love the most in that movie is whenever Randy Quaid's in the back of the car and he's like, Hey everybody get out of here. There's a whole, sh there's a huge shit cloud coming. <laughs> so nightmare on Elm street. But anyway, yeah. nightmare on Elm street. so to me, Jesus this movie opens up. Yes. <laughs> I didn't mean to kick us off <laughs> that hard. So uh, we're going to be talking about one, one of our favorite movies ever. Let's not talk about our favorite movie. Ever. <laughs> That's right. Let's not talk about my favorite two, movie ever. 10 hours so, later. <laughs> this movie uh it opens so perfect for me um and <laughs> the uh we are bringing disagrees. the heat this is um top shot right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah sorry about that uh you want to <laughs> so this movie opens up so perfect for me and the fact that you get to see tina and running and you don't really get a good look at who's chasing her except for in one spot yeah all right yeah so you're right ahead. zach it's it's i just think the uh what i like about that opening shot is the hallway you know it's just mm -hmm. we got to remember this is an independent film and it's just they did so great on their like location choices let's say yeah 
I just love that where it's just it's backlit, right? Really backlit. Like the light, you just see her and she's silhouetted and she's running down that wet. Like it is a hallway, right? Not an alleyway, it's a hallway. It's yeah, enclosed. I think in the first one it's the it's the hallway. Yeah. And it's the uh um yeah, it's the first one's the hallway where she's run, where Tina's running away from him. I'm yeah. so lost between the dog and the desert and the thing. Like, well, I was just running in. You know, <laughs> I, I was doing my best Jake the Snake impersonation during the Hell in the Cell. I was like, crap, i got to buy Zach time. <laughs> we'll see if he's dead. <laughs> Did any of you go to that with me? Did any of you go to the McFoley live thing? No. No. Yeah, that was my favorite line out of there is what, what, the, what Taker said to the ref <laughs> after Foley falls through the cage. Go see if he's dead. All right, Nightmare on Elm Street. Yes, Nightmare on Elm Street. So yeah, the movie. Zach, are you with us now? That's enough. Yes, I'm with us, and uh, (laughs) I'm sure the dogs will make another run in. (laughs) But uh, yes, this movie opens up perfect with uh, Tina running, and then even the uh, running away from him and then coming awake, and she has the you know, and the mom's line is so stupid, but you either got to cut your nails or quit dreaming like that. Is the dumbest shit did you say to somebody? Like, I mean, sleep scratch Nia. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah, I was curious about the nail concept. Like, how could you? Like, it's there's a very I, I, the ignorance on the parent layer here. Like, obviously, you don't expect dreams to come alive, right? But like, there's a certain bit that can't be recreated. Um, yeah, here I don't know. Yeah. Well, I mean, to be fair, the mom was the mom was trying to take the truck down to Pound Town, so she was trying mm-hmm. to just make sure her kid was okay. Clip your fingernails and stop that kind of dreaming. I did write it down. Uh so I thought it was kind of cool, and I never caught this before because I usually don't watch these that close to each other. Yeah. I like the mention uh, about like a big earthquake. Yeah, what, what was the they, they mentioned like there's a big earthquake and it's like yeah usually it happens around things like this or like things when are a little weird and the fact that that was like new nightmare that was the same kind of thing that was yeah. bleeding in there and it was the up uh, you know appearance of him kind of seeping into the world um so there was you know like i know there's a lot of stuff that obviously ties those two but i'd never picked up on that line yeah folks what arthur's referencing is a, a discussion between the kids uh, early on in the movie is they're trying to want, they're wondering if her dreams are in reference to you know there's a big earthquake coming or something you know how animals get weird that kind of thing it's just yeah and big earthquakes being a big part of new nightmare which we already reviewed here yeah all right yeah and so the other thing too that i i love about this is uh how they are in such disbelief when they all find out they're dreaming about the same person it's like mm. oh no it can't be real like you know you have glenn and rod who are like no it's not a big deal everybody has nightmares but like y'all all are dreaming about the same dude is that not <laughs> you know they describe him and the other two instantly like, especially glenn he recognizes exactly who they're talking about but just yeah. you know, it's not a big deal yeah i never yeah. go ahead Okay, well, it's nice that they show that they all kind of remember different details. You know, um, I think Nancy was the one who was like, who mentioned the fingernails were more like finger knives. (laughs) So it's very, it's an interesting 
the clue we get there that even though it is what one would describe, I suppose, as a lucid dream event <laughs> encountering Freddy, um, it still has the effect of you were dreaming and you your your brain was in a certain state, so it's actually quite difficult to recall details. And that's really we don't get a whole lot of that in the other movies, but that was a little clue. They never really they never really dive into that in any of them. That you still are in your 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 biology is still in a certain state and it's difficult to have that long term memory remain. It's something you have to really work on the moment you wake up to remember mm-hmm. that stuff. Yeah, and well, that's true, Brian, and I, I agree that I like that you pointed that out. But the other thing that they all recognize too is the uh, sweater. Yeah. In the in the main in the, the burnt face, they all recognize that. But which I really enjoy that you really didn't get a good shot of that burnt face the first time. I mean, you don't get a good shot of Freddy's face for a while. Like even after he's going, it's all dark and. You know, you don't get the clear shot. And I, I want to say you don't really get the clear shot until. Until Nancy's having her. There you go. Your headphone mutes when you flip it up. I know. <laughs> Hold on one second. Yeah. So, yeah. Brian. Yes. Nightmare on Elm Street. <laughs> yes, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's it's a pinnacle of why we're doing this, and we're giving it so much, so much worth. You know, we're we're giving it the credits due. We're really putting forth our best effort here. The, the amount of it time is, we pushed this one off, and yeah, like, we finally get there. Yeah, no one no one wanted to pull the trigger on this one because it's the big deal. It's the big honcho, right? And the moment we do, we just oh, we're all these snags just popping right up. It's almost it's, like I, maybe a big earthquake's coming or something. Yeah. Now we live in Oklahoma, so it's going to be a quake NATO with a hailstorm or something. Zach, you weren't and here. You don't know. <laughs> 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 so <laughs> I will say I did watch this with commentary. Ooh. Oh, I did not. Yeah. Uh, it, uh, when I say commentary, I mean uh, day two of Amber Heard's uh, testimony. <laughs> <laughs> For Johnny. Yeah, that, that's why I picked this is because, you know, it's Johnny Depp's first movie. Did you? For, to be, to, to that be was a new nightmare. Relevant? No, it was not. <laughs> yeah, I just... I, I picked it because uh, we determined that this was going to be most likely, like 99% chance this is our last show of the season. And so <laughs> I wanted to put a, a big banger out there. Yeah. So. And then walk away from the episode 20 times. <laughs> it's only been four. <laughs> and counting. Yeah, we'll, we'll get the there. Thing is we're six minutes in. <laughs> so anyway, uh, my another thing I really love is the tape that Johnny Depp has. Sound effects tape. That, that, the Glenn has the sound effects tape to fool his mom. <laughs> Some kids, I guess they're drag racing. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it works. Like, I mean, that's in the age of like Ferris Bueller with his whole sleeping mannequin that, you know, that Different parents time. parents really just, they just don't understand. Like, it was just they're, easy. They were just hands off. They were all, you know, all them yuppies trying to make as much money as possible. They just didn't care what their little kids were doing. Yeah. And they were hoping died. it was a, they were hoping it was a fake body. And they, uh, yeah. I don't know. Uh, so, deaths 
Freddy's. Are we frozen? No, no I am not frozen now. Zach looked very frozen. Nah, uh, well, <laughs> yeah, it is. Like, ah, ah, ah. So we've we've discussed the uh, I suppose reboot, remake, whatnot. Yeah, and um, what I what really sticks out to me, and and it this sticks out to me not just in you know in a wider spectrum of. Nightmare on Elm Street, but in in a lot of horror movies, actually, this sticks out. Like Tina's death scene sticks out to me the most. Mm-hmm. Not just because of the uh, wild nature of it, but when she first gets scratched down the chest, you know, it's a you know, the effects are you know, independent film, but like still okay. But really sold that moment to me when you, I was I was like I, I give her props, the actress that scene because her she didn't do like a scream it was like a a retching like a she's like and it's like you don't get that much in these kind of scenes in most horror and whatnot it's just like it made me feel it i was like that's yeah that's about right well Brian, I like how you talk about the the effects being, you know, the 80s uh, independent film effects. And but to me, they work and it's how they shot them with the light, the amount of light that was put there shot them. Because, I mean, there's some things that it had been, a, you know, for that, it would have been just a huge overhead that there's no detail unseen on that, you know, that uh, that latex as it's being cut. But I just like how it was it was a little still a little darker set in the t- tone of the room that they were in. And not, <laughs> so it, it worked great for me. Yeah, she's, yeah. she's a chant because like that scene's intense. And then imagine like the body bag, like dream scene too. Like she put in some work. Yeah, she did. She's a she's a good part of the nightmare here. Yeah. Yes, yes. And then a good the, the... start. We'll just say that this is a mm. good start. There's no, there's no solid. It... Yeah, th- there's no surprise. This like took off like a, a rocket ship. Just like explode. No, this this is what, to me one of the most perfect movies. So, what do you think about the uh, our version of Freddy here versus where he starts to go later in the sequels and stuff? Uh, There's like so Showtime I, Spotlight Freddy versus this. Well, so okay, so where I see it is this Freddy is uh, Showtime Freddy is in this Freddy, right? Like this is he's just got his powers. To where he can haunt the dreams you know he's just come back so it's it's i think a confidence building for a little bit exactly he, because he doesn't you know he doesn't want to get too cocky because he doesn't know i mean i don't think he knows exactly how long or if it will even kill the kids at first or if he's just haunting them you know what i mean i don't yeah this is fledgling so, fledgling freddy so yeah, he doesn't I, know his extent of exactly what's going on now that's exactly right saying that i don't i don't have a problem with the difference i was just curious about no 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 no. yeah Uh, but when i say that it somewhat is a contradictory statement when you incorporate all the nightmare in elm streets for this particular setting because that statement would ring true without a doubt, except for the slight shadow that's cast upon it from Freddy's dead, which would indicate that he was fully aware of what would be going on shortly after his death. Because oh, of that. Yeah. yeah. You know what? I, I hate that kind of, like, 
to me because of the I dream kind of, demons. Yeah, the dream demon stuff. Like I understood the reasoning behind doing that kind of thing to make something try to make it more interesting and more explanatory as to how this happens. And I go, so, eh. And to where that kind of theory reaffirms is actually going past that to when you go watch Freddy, uh, uh, Freddy vs. Jason. And he knows that he has to have a certain fear level before he can mm-hmm. actually hurt the kids. Mm-hmm. And so I'm thinking in this, he doesn't exactly know the fear level. He doesn't know how much he can play with them. And then just, you know, over time became more confident where he's like, I can do whatever I want to these kids. And they're still terrified. Yes. Yes. You know, Freddie does not have a power bar. He can read on his UI. Yeah. So he, he, he's got, there's no, he's got there's no HUD. But I kind of discount the whole dream, dream demon thing. I just, I go with, you know, this is, this kind of stuff can happen in that sense. It's like, you know, with Kane, the Reverend Kane, mm-hmm. Jason, all of them. And, and, uh, Myers, it's just like all of them, like, it's a weird, like, it's not that they don't have an external power source. It's just, they don't necessarily know that they would or not. Like, um, when I say power source, I don't mean a battery. The the battery for Freddy would be the fear, you know, his fear battery or whatever, whatever. But um, the thing that I, I'd imagine most of those supernatural murder machines don't necessarily have like the their patron or whatever is granting them the ability to do this in the first place. They don't have them on speed dial, so they don't even know what's going on. It's just that they can do it. So they're just almost like a uh, an unknowing pawn of some greater good versus evil game. Yeah, and Arthur, the reason I'm also saying that he he knows and he's he he's first slightly playful is because you see it whenever he cuts off his fingers when Tina first gets the good look at you know a decent look at him, but his face is still really dark. But he comes up, cuts off his fingers, and the the green blood shoots up, and then when she rips his face off. Like it has a skeleton. So it's there's the playfulness there that he knows he can't or, you know, he doesn't think he can be killed. And but he doesn't know, I don't think, the level that he has to terrify them before he can kill them. And I think that's why there's so much with Tina in trying to scare with other things is because he like Brian, we, we he doesn't know how much fear he has to instill. And so. As he's he's scaring her, the more and more he scares her during this nightmare, it feeds him more, and then he can actually kill her. Because I think the reason why she got away the first time is because she he just didn't have quite that fear level. Possibly. Does that make sense? Oh, and, y- yes, it does. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and the other thing I've always been curious about with with the Nightmare on Elm Streets and or a Nightmare on Elm Street is. We we jump forward, you know, a little bit. We find out who the killer is. We find out what happened to him. I've always been curious. Is it just these four sets of parents <laughs> that killed him, that well, went after him? No. <laughs> or, or are there other victims in between that Nancy just doesn't give a shit about because they're not her friends? No, uh, I, I just assume we, the, the, it, it could be easy, easily explained that this is just the beginning. Yeah, yeah, that's straight up, point. just the start of the action. Yeah, maybe, maybe these are the four sets that that were the big big picture and he's going to go, you know, hit them first and then go after all the other ones. But something, I don't know. It's just how, you know, it's, you pick your targets and you go and these, like, I know it's like, it's like, Oh, that's just, you know, 
Kawinky Dink, but it's like, yeah, you know, they're four friends. They grow up in relatively close proximity. This is how it used to be, kids, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> neighborhoods, and whatnot. And um, yeah, it's just, yeah. It, I mean, it, 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 it's also probably um, not intentional on Freddy's part, but it's beneficial to him for his goals that they discuss these things with one another. Because that amplifies the tension and the anxiety and fear. Like, you know, stoke each other up into a frenzy of paranoia. And, you know, that that's just, you know, just get get the ball rolling. Get the ball rolling. And, and if this was a conscious choice on his part to pick these four kids who are hanging out all the time, great. If it's not, still doesn't matter. It's just, yeah. you know, they're viable targets and boom, shakalaka. We never actually get a number on exactly who was involved in that incident. They say folks from around the neighborhood, but... Yeah, some, some of the parents around the neighborhood is all they say. So, and I'm wondering how many of these sets of parents that these kids belong to maybe had... Like, because if you read uh, the Arthur sent us, he sent us the uh, John Saxon's idea for a sequel, which has actually been the, the prequel, and he had a son that... Freddie killed and that's why him and Marge went after her and I'm wondering how many of the other parents right there did as well that they had kids that you know what I mean like Probably a lot. how many of these kids that they got <clears throat> so which it's interesting that they could keep that hidden through the rest of the town so much like well I don't know if it had been hidden through the rest of the town that it would have just been it's just stuff stuff carries on yeah, you know, what I mean, like, how do, how does the rumor not there? I guess. Like, well, I assume the rumor's there. No one cares, it, though. It's I, like, I, oh I, no, they killed the the child killer. Whoa. No, but I mean, like, of the kids, they would have known the name Freddy Krueger, right? Well, they Ooh, did know the know. name Freddy. They did know the name Freddy because they sang the little jump rope song, and they even make mention to it. It's just like that nursery rhyme song. It, it, no, they said it's like the a film. nursery rhyme song. No, no, they. Named I don't think the they song. were saying that specific. Uh, uh, I'm gonna go with Arthur Moore on this. I would have to like it's that. Uh, that. I, I, what, what I'm saying is, it's, it's something that was from their childhood that they didn't really remember it, and nobody's gonna drive that point home that hey, we used to have this serial killer who used to take out and and kill children, you know. But so don't. Nah, so man, some... you can you can keep you can keep parents can keep secrets. Yeah, and this is you got to remember and this I'm, is before and, the and internet. And I'm I'm down with believing Arthur. Yeah, I'm letting Arthur know. I was like, I I'm I'm fully on board with them having successfully. This is like you know, oh, kids are walking into the room. Stop talking about it. You know, they just, yeah, that, no, that that that. that I happened. get what you're saying. I, what I'm saying is, is they they know who it was. They don't know what he did. Like they knew that. You know, I don't even think they knew that. That much. name seemed very foreign to them. They didn't know Fred Krueger. No, they didn't no, know Fred. They, they didn't know. They didn't know Krueger, but they knew the. They didn't the know rhyme. I don't think they knew the rhyme. No, they didn't know the rhyme. They, the the kids they said it's in like, the kids in the like, dream were okay. doing the rhyme. And it was. And it was yes, like I know, but they rhyme. said I don't it's think just like the nursery rhyme. Like a nursery kids. rhyme. All right. Anyway. Yeah, but they don't you even know who that it. is. They might know that maybe if that were true, they wouldn't even know who that is. They just know it's a, a rhyme. They don't understand anything behind it at all. 
I, I could have sworn she said it's like the. Well, but anyway. Well, let's not dwell on it too much. It's just it's a. No, it's a, it's we're going to keep arguing about this one point for uh, the next half an hour. <laughs> so where's yeah. your pass? <laughs> no hall pass. <laughs> no running in the halls. <laughs> Oh man, yeah, that is that is some super creep right there too, and I love yeah. the use of the goats in uh, this, <laughs> or the goat. Yeah, we we get an extra bit it's of like, that. Like in, what? <laughs> in Freddy versus Jason, the goat makes a return, <laughs> greatest of all time. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so what? Good. Oh, I was just going to say, what did you think of, uh, like, I mean, you can tell how far police work has come, being that they found a knife on Rod with no blood or anything on it. <laughs> well, I think that goes back to what Arthur was saying. Like, it's not like they, they didn't, it, you know, the disbelief or whatnot. Th that's always been a joke with the Nightmare on Elm Street movies for me is a fun little joke you know oh you know yeah sure rod diced her up in somewhat sometimes some of his cuts are rather you know perpendicular and or parallel to one another and they're just perfect you know it looks like he he might have had four knives and he had four hands and you know oh he also <laughs> threw her up on the roof they're on the ceiling and just kind of held her you know he just smeared her around up there boy he's super strong better look out for him um there's that you know I think everyone kind of woke up with, you know, Johnny Depp in this blender scene. But then there's other stuff in the past. It's like, oh, poor, you know, oh, death by television, you know, television, throwing one's head through the TV. You know, oh, I just, you know, and she's dangling. That happens. Uh, I, I'm voting for foul play. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting so. method of suicide. That's right. But uh, so you mentioned it, Johnny Depp scene, the where he gets sucked into the bed. Uh, V8. Oh, that is by far. I get thirsty every time I see it. Such an every amazing time I see it. <laughs> such an amazing scene, and you know this, like a lot of other this movie, that's a one shot. You know, we have we have enough money to do this once. Get it right. Yeah. I love how they uh you know basically built the room uh turned it upside down. <laughs> well they used they used the same thing they did with Tina. The rotating room. They just you know mm -hmm. so they had that, so they used they, they used it twice. They took advantage of it. it it's just spectacular. <laughs> mm -hmm. And you can really get a good tell on that that the room is upside down if you look at the pool of blood <laughs> as it's going. <laughs> But, you know, it's it's just so fantastic. And this is so this is not the first horror movie I ever saw. The first horror movie I ever saw was Nightmare on Elm Street three Dream Warriors. So and I think I was five and I accidentally discovered it on HBO one night <laughs> and it was horrifying. <laughs> but I've been in love with this Freddy character since then. So I, I believe my first time since we're going to be talking about it, I. This may have been my first horror movie. That's awesome. Because um, uh, I believe my sister and one of her friends 
had rented it or something. And I had snuck into the dining area to watch it so they didn't know I was there. But I remember, you know, this is like one of those, like, I remember this flash from childhood and this flash from childhood. And I remember my sister and her friend, you know, kind of doing the whole chant of it's just a dream, it's just a dream. You know, trying to cheer on Nancy. That was a long time ago. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) That was a long, Zach knows how long, like that is a long time ago. Mm -hmm. Like just a dream, just a dream. So I think it was my first one. <sighs> now that I think about it, it's either that or Poltergeist, but I'm pretty sure it might have been. Nightmare Elm yeah, I, I just remember it was three, and the scene I remember the most is the uh, wizard when he kills the the wizard kid. The wizard master. Three. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's what I remembered. So anyway, but a back to number he was anyone who played D and D knows the wizard does not go into melee combat. Yeah, he's a fool. He was a fool. Why he, that's why he died. That. Yes, it is. I didn't know. Well, so <laughs> I'm just stupid. But Arthur, uh, Arthur, you're not a dungeon master, and that kid was. It's true. Uh, first time I saw it, I I don't know. I I think I, I think we started off with Freddy's dead. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> yeah. Nice start. Yeah, I, I mean, that's how it always was. It was like, you know, you go to a sleepover, what's the new one, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, it was somebody's birthday party, and we had that one. So I kind of worked my way back later once I got oh, a set or something like that. It was a long time before I'd seen the original all the way through. I'll tell you what, if you're going to start with one, I guess Freddy's Dead's one to start with because it's just kind of funny. It's good, it's good time. You know, yeah, I, a, I enjoy it. a power glove. You died. <laughs> now the power glove. <laughs> I think my favorite stuff in that is Carlos. I uh Carlos's death stuff was pretty Carlos's funny. death stuff with the hearing aid is pretty great. And I also enjoyed um oh the one person that got was pretty good actor after out of that. I can't remember his name, but he's the one that played Spencer. I enjoyed him. The little blonde kid, the first I, one that died. I can't. I don't remember. Franken Meyer. Uh, he wasn't no. the first one who died. Carlos. Was Carlos the first one? Carlos was the first. I thought Franken Meyer was the first one. Carlos was. Okay. Because remember, Carlos from inside the TV was trying to warn Spencer to wake up. Oh yeah, he was high. <laughs> after I uh, forgot about that. Johnny Depp was, or that might have been before or after Johnny Depp was trying to. Tell him of the, the woes of your brain on drugs. Okay, back. We'll go back to the first up, one. Up the first movie. For your request, Arthur. Um, so, <laughs> you know, I like when she said that Tina's having problems, so she's going to get her actual help, and they go to the sleep doctor. I enjoyed that part. Nancy. Sorry, Nancy, not Tina. Tina's already dead at this point, but Nancy is... We've lost Tina. And Rod at this point. We have no uh, Rod. We have no Rod. But Which, by the way, the way they capture Rod, that's a dirt move for her dad to do. (laughs) But, I mean, it's effective and smart. 
we're working with limited time here, Zach. They got to do something in the movie. <laughs> uh, let's caption this way. Let's combine two scenes. <laughs> hey, everybody, follow my daughter. <laughs> He's going to make contact with her. <laughs> can I can you I know, mention like the best killers do the best screening I've seen of this? Yes, sure. You watched it with Heather Langenkamp and Robert England. Oh wow! Watched New Nightmare with just Heather. Uh, but he was, there was a uh, wizard world convention was in Tulsa and it was right on top of the, what would have been 35th anniversary a couple of years ago. So 19, uh, maybe a little before that. Maybe it was the 30th anniversary. Yeah. And, uh, they had a full, like, you know, you know, it is like when you buy a ticket and they're like, it'll have a meet and greet. A lot of times that's like somebody at a table and you pass by him and you're like, hi, I like the movie. And they're like, great. Uh, this I'll was sign an autograph for 10 bucks. <laughs> this was a full hour with just an area of the theater. That's like an open lobby. Uh, wine being poured. Robert just standing in the middle of a group of people just telling old Hollywood stories. Heather just chuckling and rolling her eyes when he would do something like, Ah, but that's a different time. I need Viagra now, blah, 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 you know. And it was just awesome. Like, he said he needed Viagra like six or seven times, which was hilarious. But, like, um, it just, it was so cool to hear him work in the room, talking about acting, like, just, like, chilling out there. And, like, somehow I was in that position where you're, like, I'm, 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 I'm three feet away. Like, I was in the inner circle, like, the whole time, like, just... I could enjoy that. And then they had like a birthday cake out for the thing. And, they, you know, instead of happy birthday, they're singing the, you know, Freddie's coming for you. And we get to hear his, uh, you know, never sleep again live and shit like that. It was it was just awesome. Um, you know, and, and like nothing will beat that as far as like screening with legend stuff. Like I mean, it's cool to have Heather be a Tulsa native and stuff and be able to swing by there. But getting Robert in town for the anniversary just randomly it wasn't even planned that way but it's pretty dope yippee that's a lot better than best time i watched it (laughs) 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 i would imagine i guarantee but no it was it was really cool uh it's it's sometimes those little meetups are not fun and you go out there going like man i I like them in the movie, but I don't like them. And this was not that. Like, yeah. Good, good, good. What did you think of... Uh... So back to the movie. <laughs> After Glenn gets... Uh, that was related. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, Arthur. You are. <laughs> I just knew... I know how to get you. I know how to get you. <laughs> so no. Um... Back to the movie, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no! I want to hear more about. <laughs> no, no, he's done. That he finished. Segue. That was your segue, bro. <laughs> you shit all over Arthur for a second. No, it's. I'm just jealous that I didn't get us. That I didn't know about it because I wasn't into the Tulsa, uh, you know, the Wizard Con. Is that what you what it was? It was Wizard World was going on, but it Wizard wasn't World, part of that. It was just he was in town and the theater jumped on booking him, which was perfect. So yeah, I'm I'm not into the live events that Arthur gets to do. He like that he like this, and you did uh, Danielle Harris last year, or you went to see Danielle Harris last year, correct? 
Uh, yes, I did see it. <laughs> I caught it. I mean, I, I realized that he went <laughs> to watch her do a uh, live uh, Q&A. We're straying away from the movie. After you yeah. shit on him, hey guys, away from the movie. Back to the movie. Here's stuff about not the movie. <laughs> hey, you know what? Fine. <laughs> so, after, what do you think how Nancy, how quickly Nancy got uh, the survival instincts and was able to like trap door her house? She's like, Dad, come get me in I, ten I, minutes. I do love that. Like, we've got a little mini Home Alone sequence in here. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, but I just love these. Like, come we get. Got a montage. In, oh, in, yeah, we did. In in ten minutes, I'll have them out of my dream. It's perfect time for me to hold booby trap my entire house, put my mom to bed, fall asleep, pull him sure out. It's Twenty and minutes the, and the time. Oh, whatever. Time. Okay. Okay. So still ten minutes to booby trap the whole house. <laughs> yeah. I I just there's she that thing and it comes up with away. like it comes up with like Evil Dead lore and stuff. It's like the chosen ones, the final fighters stuff like that there's just an instinct there so she's she's she had, hooked in she she rented the, she checked the book out of the library i mean was i was just survival. i was just yeah i was just talking about the speed in which she was able to that's what i'm that saying i think it's montage. i think it's tied into instinct though i think there's i think there's something built into i forget you know like not just chosen ones but like it like i said it came up with the with with Evil Dead at some point, like in the comics, where it's talking about like ashes, the stuff that makes him up, and then you've got your final girl formula and stuff. There's just some some bit of like built-in skill there. I just think whenever they're making it, they're like they're pitching it to sell it, and then execs like, you know what, this movie really needs a montage. <laughs> you know, I watched this whole movie, and there was no execs in there, but yeah, it did need a, a montage. <laughs> They always need montages. That's right. I, I just like it. And I love how uh, this is when she pulls Freddie out. And I'm so glad that she did it, that Heather Langenkamp does it in this movie or Nancy does it in this movie because they use it in, well, like four more of these. That's <laughs> the way to defeat Freddie. <laughs> well, it's serious. It functions as I would assume. So now we're going to get yeah. to my area there. What I assume would be the uh, functionality of pulling Freddy out of the dream is you congeal and manifest his power into uh, a living body. And should you destroy that, it would disperse said power and he would essentially have to start all over again, which he, he does every time it happens. Oh, I didn't mean to be... Every time it happens. <laughs> It gets funnier. <laughs> but yeah, like, basically, where we're talking about his little energy source is battery power. And uh, basically everything he's got gets pulled into his body, his new fleshy body that got manifested from nothingness using the energy he's accrued. And just gets destroyed. And he's got to, like I said, just start over again. Go so back it's, square. It's Whoa. it's less of a defeat, more of a reset. <laughs> it's yeah, it's less of a defeat and more of a hey, uh, maybe you'll be too old and he won't want to haunt you anymore. Well, <laughs> Come kill you. Is there like an age that the dream demons put on him, Brian? Like oh. once they hit twenty, you're out, Freddie. No, he he, <laughs> he it he has no limit. 
He's he has he has not a taste. interested. Yeah. yeah, he just has a taste. When did I? Does it come out in the original uh, in the original movies? Did we talk about this? The stuff that is mentioned in two thousand nine, or is he always just a child murderer here? Uh, okay, so originally he was um, supposed to be a child molester and murderer, but Wes cut it because he didn't know if he could get it up through the MPAA. Um, actually, uh, that's what I've they, always heard. They discuss it in uh, Never Sleep Again. Yeah, and apparently, what really the deal was is they were doing they were going with that route. And um, I guess there was a scandal, a nationwide scandal at the time, of some systematic um, abuse by teachers and some thing, and uh, they cut it because of that. Yeah. Okay, so I didn't know that's why, but I just knew that it was originally supposed to be there. And uh, and Arthur, since you sent us the uh, text of uh, Freddy's Nightmares, now on Tubi, mm-hmm. they do address that in one of the episodes of Freddy's Nightmares. Interesting. And I think uh, Wes had something to do with the creation of it. I'm not sure, but well, I mean, I, I, it, it, they they even mention it as a like a it's it's it, they say it becomes subtext in uh, Never Sleep Again, which is true. You, you, based on his actions, not well, not necessarily his actions, but his some of his uh, mockery and teasery. I mean, definitely there there is a sexual component. Yeah, like going to get her in the pool or in the in the bathtub. The bathtub shot is so amazing. Like that's just. I Wes, I really Wes like. has some amazing visuals for sure. One of one of my favorite lines in this whole movie is whenever uh, Nancy lets everybody know that she looks terrible. She looks like she's twenty. Oh man! <laughs> oh, I look like I'm twenty years old. It's like, <laughs> holy it's shit! Like, ah, oh, kiss my ass. Like, twenty is too much for you. Oh man, that's just that screams youth, right? Mm-hmm. Super young. Oh, I'm twenty. Oh no! I'm one year away from having the time of my life. Of oh, course, no. if you look at pro wrestlers at twenty, like they always look like they were forty-eight. So twenty probably was really rough then. Well, well, Everyone well, well with their that's not drug. true. That's that's only Arn Anderson who looked like he was 48 when he was 20. And now that he's like 60, he still looks like he's 48. I mean, Hogan looked the same for 20 years and 30. You know, like there was a lot of guys there that grew into their age. Like mm-hmm. Arn is the standout. But yeah. Did you ever uh, a side note for you mentioned Hogan? Uh, did you know that the WWF used to spend money on video uh, before they released stuff to like kind of digitally alter his head to make it look like he wasn't bald for years after he started going bald. What? <laughs> and then they finally, like Vince McMahon finally realized Bill's like, screw it. He's bald. <laughs> I don't buy that. What? Yeah. I heard it on a, um, a, a something to wrestle with. You know what I heard? Bruce Bridger. What? Elm street one. <laughs> <laughs> brought up Hulk, man. Brother. I brought up age. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> uh, all right, so obviously we get a little young Johnny Derp here. Yep. Um, kind of fun to see him in that pre Edward Scissorhands celeb rocket ship mode. But 
Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is this is yeah way before Twenty One Jump Street. So. I like I like watching this after recently watching Scream. That's always fun to see the yeah. ways they they play with your head and that you know with with the uh, Billy Loomis being very similar to Depp in here. Yeah, I think that's how I think that's how Skeet got the jobs. Like, we want to find who looks the most like John. Absolutely, Depp. it's him. Yeah. Cast it. It worked. Um, so it's it's kind of cool how he echoed some of that here. Yeah. Um, what else? John Saxon rules. Um, I just think the Tina and the body bag stuff is excellent. Yes. Yes. Like it's so creepy, and and it she's not ghostly, but she just it, it has a ghostly feel. Just inside that body bag every time she pops up she's like ah it's mm-hmm. creepy mm-hmm. especially in the hallway the first first time you know her legs lift up it's drug so, away ugh. I, you know i uh, i also enjoy you know i really love uh when we get really observant characters and uh the cop at the end, he's like, hey, watch my daughter's house. Let me know if anything going weird on. She's like breaking the windows out. <laughs> Dad, I've got him. Come here. It's like the what? third window she breaks out. And then the cop's ah. like, hey, I may, I may need to get the lieutenant. Mambo, <laughs> <It's> mambo, like, <laughs> mambo. <laughs> like, uh, apparently she's breaking every window out. There might be a problem. Yeah. And I, I also like how Freddie apparently busts out of the basement and then takes the long way up the stairs because he knows they're going to go check the, st- the basement door. <laughs> it's like, wait a minute. You have you have four people running. None of y'all saw a flaming person going up the stairs <laughs> or I behind mean... you. No, I just I enjoy it. It, it, it. There's a lot of things in here that kind of starts to break my suspicion uh, suspension of disbelief, but I still... I'm just all in. Every time I watch it, I'm like, oh, this is stupid, but I love it. Just he that could one, always, one part. Could always be a little extension of his power into the real world, like kind of keeping stuff from being obvious. Yeah, like there, there's not a um, there's not a clear definition about what it's like when he's brought out. Exactly. Yeah. But there is indication that it, there's something different. Um, and once again, back to Freddy's dead. It's a clear indication that things are not quite right, even when he's bound in a physical body. There's still some oddities that can occur. Him, you know, it's just so he's not necessarily gimped at that point, but he he can he he does have limitations, but they might not be total limitations. Oddities theme song jumped in my head when you said the word. Uh. <laughs> so, Brian, whenever Freddy is pulled out of the dream and into reality, do you think he instantly knows or there's something that has to catch oh, his sure. attention? Tell you what, you know, if I was a guy living in a dream and all of a sudden I was pulled out of those, like an ethereal plane, I think I'd know. Well, because like in this one, I think he definitely knows. And uh, Oh, yeah. No, he but knows. like when you go to when you go to Freddy vs Jason, he doesn't really realize. <laughs> for no, a second. I think but he's, maybe it's because he's just so focused. He doesn't on know where he, he he know he knows he's out. Oh, okay. He just doesn't know where he is, and he in in Freddy vs Jason, I understand exactly what you mean. Like he's he's pulled out and he's almost continuing the scene as usual, but he mm-hmm. knows. But 
he himself doesn't like it may not be instantaneous right yeah because he himself doesn't change that much uh but his i imagine his perceptions and his ability to alter the astral whatnot space around him once that goes away he probably notices really quick and he does it's not like he's having a conversation with uh what's her face uh while she's lying on the ground before jason makes a rumbling behind him it, it doesn't take very long for him to realize that uh oh he just needed he his looking around once he gets up off the ground is like where am i exactly the place is on fire <laughs> <laughs> our pets heads are falling off oh, yeah. <laughs> he's like what shit show is this I've been pulled out before, but not into a burning building. (laughs) What kind of assholes pull me out after being burned alive into a burning building? Yeah. Dick move, (laughs) kids. It's really unfortunate we never got making of video with Rey Mysterio in the, you know, showing all the stunts Rey did on the movie. Yeah. I know exactly what stunt. I, I don't know if he did all the stunts. I know which stunt he did, though. I know for certain which stunt. stunt <laughs> the one where he's pulled back, and he's like, ah, that's Rey Mysterio arms. Oh, I, I was talking about um, when he, I know, when he jumps out of the water. Oh yeah, yeah. One of the most iconic and beautiful shots. Who's in that the sky? F R E D D I Y. That's exactly what I thought. Dude, can you imagine Freddy versus Kurt Angle at SummerSlam? So bad you missed that. You're dead. Because that was a great match, Zach. Wasn't it? Uh, Freddy Freddy versus Angle. Ray Mysterio and Angle just going at it. Just technical, technical, technical. I've I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, but not live. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, All right. Uh, Anything else? Uh. Brian, do you have any more sweet treats from this, or do we kind of just like minorly dive into some? Well, we this one I knew was going to be hard for sweet treats because we all pretty much know the movie in and out. We should but, we should have saved the Saxon bit for him, Arthur. I shouldn't have brought it up with the prequel. <laughs> no, 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 that's fine. That wasn't it. I I was leaning more towards the situation, the family situation, because we talked about it before when we did mm-hmm. um, Monster Squad. And I thought it was a joke, you know. Oh yeah, yeah, I got gotcha. you. And we we even talk about we we even mentioned you know you, you, that they might have had a, a a son that got killed by Freddy. And in Monster Squad, the it was a cop and a mom, and they were having trouble. And there's an older son and a younger daughter, which could have been Nancy. That that I thought that was, you know that's fun play, right? You know, I was like, oh, that's neat. But um, I was just like wondering because we don't get a lot actually about nancy's mom do we ever know what she does i assume real estate agent i assume recovering alcoholic that falls off the wagon she's an alcoholic but she's not recovering (laughs) not anymore (laughs) well i think um that's part of why they split up but you know his job can't help and she's she probably got really heavily career oriented. I think she, cause she wears nice suits when she's wearing clothes that aren't robes. Mm-hmm. You know, she, I just, ba- you, she very well could have been a real estate agent. Something. 
you know, and she had, one of them had like a badge on it or something. Not like a officer's badge, but like an insignia. So it might have been. It just it it, it kind of screamed that to me. So I, I think what drove him apart was, you know, the Freddie incident, uh, his career and her career, and her drinking, just kind of a bad situation all around. It's probably why they got such a nice house. Who knows? I don't know. It's just there weren't a whole lot of sweet treats because everything's been brought out. We've we've yeah. You know, we've looked at this thing. I know we haven't said it on the podcast, folks, but we as a collective group here, like, dissected the crap out of this movie on occasion. But I've never really considered her parents' breakup. You know, they, they right? Because when they meet up for the first time in the movie, you know, there's, there's the contempt, right? You see it. But it's not, like, mm-hmm. horrible. They just kind of have, like, a... Something went down there, and I'm not sure what. Maybe one of them wasn't down with killing him? I mean, that's the kind of stuff that eats couples apart, I would think. Yeah. No, we're doing this. No, we're not. Even eh, even just, like, the secret of it, even if they were both yeah. on board. You know, or, yeah, maybe she wasn't on board, and it's just, like, chewing it up. Well, maybe he wasn't on board, because he is <laughs> an there weren't a whole law. Yeah, if there weren't a whole bunch of sequels, be like, well, they found out they killed the wrong person, (laughs) and then Freddie came back to really haunt their kids. You think I did this when I was alive, you bastards? I didn't do anything, but now they're dead. Man, that reminds me (laughs) of the remake, and when I left that movie, I said, you know what? I don't think this movie had a good message. And my friends were like, what do you mean? I was like, Freddie... Molested those kids, right? And now he's coming back because his pa- they're they're basically if they hadn't told on him, they wouldn't have this problem. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. And I was like, I don't like oh that. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I've never thought about that you much. So nasty. Movie, yeah. No, no. That's like the moral of the story is. Keep your mouth shut. And I was like, oh, that's terrible. That's not great. Yeah, We'll add that to the pile of things that wasn't great. It's even one of the kids' lines. um, He says, he's not not mad because we uh, lied. He's mad because we told the truth. I was like, what? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they probably should have left that line out and just (laughs) asked him that they lied about him. Yeah, they might have left out the plot line of them trying to figure out. It's like, hey, why is he so mad? Well, he's he's burned to death. I mean, do you need more? Yeah, we need more. Damn it. (laughs) (laughs) Well, so he molested these kids, and then they told on him. Yeah. (laughs) Lesson learned. (laughs) Yeah. Movie pairings. Movie pairings. I'm gonna do it before the ranking. Mine's a little odd. Uh, all right. Well, I pre- Johnny Depp trial. <laughs> this kid. All right. So it's gonna be a double feature of a night. You're gonna watch Nightmare on Elm Street. What else? In what order? 
So I am going to pair this with another one of my favorite horror movies of all time in the original Halloween. And it's going to be a banger of a night. We will start off with Halloween and end up with A Nightmare on Elm Street. Excellent. Ryan? Uh, Mine's a little odd. And uh, I want to explain my answer before time. time. I'm just going to say, I know, right? Um, are you okay, Arthur? I'm having uh, my eye. Something with the contrast of the day. My eyes for like the last ten minutes have kind of been a okay. little off. So yeah, you're good. Um, my uh, what I like about how Nightmare on Elm Street kind of exploded and really, like this whole era really brought out the slasher thing and and the stylistic of the style of just the storytelling and you know we got a nice. We got a nice batch of movies out of this one and some other ones, right? What I wished had gone off just as well is what I'm pairing this with, which is, um, and I know this is going to be weird, Rock and Rule. Has anyone seen that? No, sir. Okay, well, you can look it up later or now, whatever. It's an animated movie, and it's it's quite old. It's I mean, it's oh, around the, the same. Huh? Is that a rooster? No, Rock. That's and- Rock-a-Doodle. That's rock a <laughs> And I have seen that. <laughs> yeah. Um, it has a, a, a huge supernatural element to it, but it's it's along the lines of heavy metal, but not quite out, not quite like metal heavy metal. But it, it's probably a heavily inspired. It's an interesting animated movie, but I would. Just just to get it out of the way, I'd probably start the night with Nightmare on Elm Street and end it with Rock and Rule. So what 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 brought you over to Rock and Rule? It's I, uh, it's a cheesy, like hair metal, like animated movie, and I love the animation style in it, and it. I just wish there were more movies like this. I know there are more, and I've seen them throughout my life. I may not know the titles of them, you know, but it's because there have been so many kids animated movies that we've been pervy to. uh, It's just like, this is the kind of animated movie I'd like to sit and watch occasionally. It's why I watch some like early nineties and eighties anime. Mm -hmm. It's just that it's interesting. It, it has no real direct link other than like there's supernatural demonic elements to it, you know, but, um, and a real creepy figure in it. But other than that, I just I think it's not a night. Interesting. Never heard of it. Never heard of it? I own not a DVD of it. Dude, I can't even find it on Rock IMDb. And rule? Rock and. Type out the and. Oh, there it is. Don Francis. I've never heard of it. It, it apparently, like, financially bombed. But they spent a lot of money on it. And it was like, oh, crap. When I was looking for it, I found a movie from the 80s called Rock and Roll Hell. Or Rock and Roll Nightmare. And it's 3.8 on IMDb. Nice. It, it's one of those, like, cult movies, you know? But it's not, like, the most popular of cult movies. It's like... I, I'm looking through the pictures. I have seen this. Yes, I'm almost certain you've seen it. I don't remember much about it. I just remember I've yeah. seen it. It's not something that sticks with you. And like, and, it, and it's just the artwork that I... Yeah. That's what I'm talking about. I 
I appreciated this movie, that movie, and I was just like, man, it'd be nice if it, this kind of genre had a little bit more popularity, and it's, it, there could be a potential for it to come back, this kind of, but, you know, animation is, you know, almost 3D, almost entirely all 3D now, it's just, I, I have a, I appreciate, I just appreciate the movie, let's just say that. I get that. There long ass explanation of my pairing i'll do nightmare on elm street and then freddy versus jason boom enough said it's so fun fun of course you are rankings here we this go is this has actually been the part i've been dreading yeah i want can you i'll, I'll rank it last or i'll, oh, I'll rank you, it first i'll rank you, it first you. i got it I, i'll rank okay. it first so, All right, Zach, your top three are Ghostbusters, Lost Boys, and Gremlins. Your bottom three. Three Ninjas, High Noon at Mega Mountain, Scary Movie, and Phantom <laughs> Empire. I'm afraid it's better than Phantom Empire. Yeah, I'm going to go higher. So Phantom Empire is the bottom of mine. Please hold. <laughs> yes. Okay, so this is going to rank just above Phantom Empire as my new number one. Above Ghostbusters? Yes. Right. I told you, I mentioned it before, that it's a toss-up on the week. What is my favorite movie? I get that. That and happens. All right. This week, I've watched it twice in preparation of this show, even though it doesn't seem like it. <laughs> and, uh, watched it, 40 it, other movies. <laughs> It's it's up there. It's I love this movie so much, um, and it's Brian, the perfect beginning to a series. So, anyway, sorry. No, it's incredible. No, no, it's, no, no, no. Throwing that. You know, we did we never summed it up, but like the vision, the way it's directed, the practical effects. Like, yeah. if you haven't ever seen it, it's obviously a recommendation to watch it. This was a discussion of people who've watched it many times, so a lot of those surface and... elements, the score. You know, obviously iconic little theme notes, all that. Like it's 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 great. And because I, I have confirmation that we oh. have some younger viewers oh. like or listeners, uh I I would say <laughs> don't pass this one up and do do indeed try to put out of your mind some of the amazing modern day effects before you watch this movie. Well I, I they're on on occasion. Not all of these older movies can be as good as the thing um, when it comes to effects and stand the test of time. But still, just just let 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 yourself go on the roller coaster ride for this one, and, and you'll yeah. enjoy it. Yeah, this movie holds up really well. I think even with the effects, and like I said, it's because it's the tone that it's shot in really does it a lot of favors. Yeah. Brian, you want to go next? Or you yeah, to... yeah, yeah. Put me on the chopping block here. Brian, Ghostbusters, New Nightmare, Batman Returns. Those are your top three. Bottom three. I don't. Phantom Empire, I guess. Scary <laughs> Movie, and Sundown, The Vampire in Retreat. Oh, okay, so let's continue after Batman Returns. Poltergeist. Okay. Poltergeist 2. Really? I put them together like that? You did. I did, yeah, yeah. What's that for the guys too? Ghostbusters too. Okay. Um, we don't have to go any further. I was That's concerned. <laughs> yeah. I, um, First of all, 
it's everybody's list and you ranked <laughs> three ninjas whatever at whatever mountain a lot higher than we did right that's but i just choice, i know we know why but knowing know brian's personal opinion is why is i would be worried yeah this is tough if he was because i wouldn't i wouldn't picture that I'm going to, man, it is, oh, Poltergeist 2, you are a son of a bitch. Right now I'm in, because I, I like watching both of those movies, trying, now I'm in a zone I haven't had to get in before, and I'm explaining that it's the metaphysics zone and the, how the things work, because that also affects how I enjoy the movies. Oh dear. I'm going to have to go with I'm gonna put this I'm gonna put this this I'm gonna put this under Poltergeist 2. Oh don't worry. Other oh, Nightmare on Elm Street it's okay. will go above Poltergeist 2. Or will they once the list gets chopped up? Oh yeah, I guess yeah, that's right. Oh no, we're gonna. Oh no, we're gonna have to do that. Uh, we're gonna wind up doing that on the next time because my eyes yeah, are we're, not doing that. we're not doing that. So uh, yeah, go ahead, Arthur. What is where do you? I'm documenting. Rank this hold movie? on, I'm documenting Brian's. There we go. Yeah. Oh man. No, mine will be kind of similarly kind of weird. I'm sure. Uh, top three: Ghostbusters, Batman Returns, Edward Scissorhands. Bottom three. Scary movie, Sundown, The Vampire Retreat, and Phantom Empire confirmed shite. Uh, <laughs> uh, awesome so this is interesting. Um, <laughs> Downhill from there. <laughs> this is where it goes into that quality versus favorite thing that I know yeah, I'm kind of just dealing with. So I just have a problem with. All right, so I'm going to talk through my five here because I got Ghostbusters, Batman Returns, Scissor Hands. Gremlins and Monster Squad. What have you done to yourself? Then Lost Boys. And I know this is above Lost Boys. I know that too. Uh, yeah, this is just going to go right below Monster Squad for me. Like, not on, not on a quality thing. A lot. Huh? So I love this movie a lot more than you. Yes, do. you do. Well, yeah, that's fine. That's, you may That's have fine. to consider how marginally different our like top oh, fives no. are in our ranking. Yeah. So anywhere I, I'm in the same boat with y'all. And it's just how I enjoyed it this time I viewed it, right? Like it next week I could watch it and be like, you know what, I like Ghostbusters more. But Mo Monster viewed... Squad is absolutely like my comfort blanket. Yeah. Right? And then like Gremlins to me is just like that Dante perfection. And like yeah. When I watched Scissor Hands, it was in a certain move, mood where it just like fit perfectly there. The, yeah, other, the other ones I can explain like kind of perfectly. So like again, if we were just talking about like quality and legacy, it's obviously up top three or whatever. But yeah, it, uh, this is like I said, I'm not splitting hairs with you on because like I like I was trying to say is uh, this time I watched it and this is you you know it, it just it fell perfect for me and I watched it twice within yeah six six days of each other and I enjoyed every second of both times like sometimes when I have to rewatch something because I forget 
or we we have a little hiatus. I'm just like, oh, I don't want to watch that shit again, you know. And this time I was like, oh, I'll turn it on. It it, it <laughs> ages well too. Like it, and, the quality uh, of it yeah. like separates from other stuff at the time when you get more looks at it too. So. so and this is what's really weird is because this so three of my favorite movies of all time are two of the Nightmare on Elm Street movies and Ghostbusters. Yeah. <laughs> and they're all kind of interchangeable. If one's on, I'm watching. And yeah. I, I will seek them out and put them on. And so this is, uh, I, the Night, Nightmare on Elm Street, when I brought it up, I've probably watched this movie five times in the last seven months. Nice. Since it started hitting HBO Max and staying on there and coming off and going on with all the other ones, I've... It's great. I, I, I've watched it. I love this movie. No, I'm feeling you, man. Like, yeah. you, I mean, think about my top five, right? Mm-hmm. That's that's like the fortress. Uh, that's hard to get past the walls on. That that has, yeah, Ghostbusters, Batman, Pol- a, a Batman too. Surprise, a man. Batman. Yeah. Poltergeist. It. If if I have to explain it, it's you, I you think don't. It's, it both of them it's together correct? really close let me yeah. that's why i struggled so long i was like Ugh. so i'm basically I was, while while i was having my pause i was basically watching both movies in my head over again <laughs> going it was, okay it was we're gonna have another chance to get birth out of the mouth or whatever yeah uh, on every episode yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um no it's it's all good uh i also understand how your perception of a movie can change over time Yes. And how you can like it more over time. Because I, Nyra Elm Street 4 has appreciated in value to me. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's I better than enjoy what I used more to give it credit for. Than I used to. Is that, is that your favorite of the series? Uh, I, I wouldn't mine's... say that with 100% confidence, but I could feel like there are some days, and I have watched 4 over watching 3. Yeah, three is my favorite, and or one. I'm not, not going to say it's my favorite. One and three are like, you know, one A and one B to me. So like they're and then they're right there, and I I can watch them over and over and over again. You know, the thing that's upset me right now is four is not. I don't think four. It's either four or five is not on HBO Max. Well, that's too bad. Yeah, hey, real quick, bust out the yeah. Uh, where do we fit on like original intent of does Nancy die at the end of this or not? At the end of this, like everybody always does these those fake endings at the end now, like or at the end uh, back then or whatever. But I mean, that was pretty much like, well, they still got you. Or did she have like a regular I, dream or something? I think that he can still haunt Nancy at the end of this. He can't hurt Nancy, yeah. and that he's putting her because she That's reacts. That's an excellent explanation. I like that a lot. She, yeah, she reacts to seeing her mom and knowing that her mom's dead, and that's why she's reacting. But she's not reacting really with fear. She's reacting that she's upset now. She realizes that her mom and all of her friends are dead. Gotcha. And okay. that he's putting it in her face that he took them from her. I'll roll with that. So, uh, uh, that's my interpretation. Could be way the hell off. Could have been <laughs> she was supposed to no, die. No, Zach, I, I would, I would back that theory. I like it. Codify it, set it up. I mean, um, essentially, that is the case because Hypnosil, she wouldn't need to take it. Mm-hmm. Yep. If she didn't need to take it. <laughs> and yeah. three, I think she takes the Hypnosil to, because, like I said, I don't think he's killing her. I just think he is uh, 
you know, driving her crazy. And I think why he does be, why she does become vulnerable in three is because she develops an attachment to these kids. So she's not afraid of him, but she's afraid for these kids and it gives him power back over her because she just is still putting the fear out. Kind of. I I would have, I have a alternative to that, but we don't have to get into that. Okay. Well, we will watch three (laughs) soon enough and we get into it then, but Hey, I watched uh, Doctor Strange, Multiverse of Madness. Friggin' loved it. Just tossing that out there. Uh, it's well, pretty I, brutal. I watched Spider-Man No Way Home and was very disappointed in it. Really? No. <laughs> I was going to say, like, that's too bad. Uh, I feel sorry uh, for you. Uh, uh, yeah. I, I, I like most of it. There was a couple things i was like yeah well i went in knowing the purpose but, of the movie and it fulfilled what it was supposed to do it it's when it came to my expectations i was actually uh it went above my expectations which has been a rarity lately or you know very much above mine on so i do not know if this is the end of the tom holland trilogy or tom holland as spider-man it's in the solo spider-man films i mean because i what i was interpreted that is whenever uh, Sony made their stupid split on uh, going to split from, you know, Disney uh, so and Marvel. So spoilers for blah blah blah. For Spider-Man three. Oh, sorry. I mean, I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm, yeah. Just, I'm just saying, if you're about yeah, to talk, no, no, no. About it. So I mean, yeah, spoilers. Uh, well, no, no, no. Spider-Man I'm not putting anything the in the. Yeah, Spider-Man <laughs> survives. <laughs> uh, but all the he, tension uh, just vanished. I think that he signed like a two more leading. Like a multi-picture deal. I, to I play think it's Spider-Man. the perfect way to like get him away for a minute, and then you get to bring him back as the friendly neighborhood, make yeah, some references to him, and come back later. I know the directors has signed, still has a multi deal, or maybe one more, but they signed the directors, uh, Tom Holland and uh, Zendaya, all signed multi deal movies after Spider-Man: uh, yeah, Far From Home or No, too, yeah, Far From Home. So he's too good. Yes. He just um, wanted a break from playing Spider-Man so much, and which you got to think. I mean, how many times it's been? What six years since he took that over, and <laughs> like six movies, so, seven movies, something like that. The other recommendation, and I know I texted it to you guys, but it's just podcast wide. But that everything, everywhere, all at once is just so good, so good, so good. Huge recommendation on everything, everywhere, all at once. Okay. Just don't I, watch uh, a trailer. Enjoy the on. movie. It's I, the first first appearance in a movie from I can't think of the actor's name. I just short round in data since the eighties. Wow. Oh, good stuff. Um, saw an interview with him on I think it was Kimmel where he was talking about watching uh, Crazy Rich Asians like three times in the theater. Uh, Ki Hui, Ki Hui Kwan. I don't know Wait. how to say that. Uh, he was watching that and he was like, I want to get back into acting. And like two weeks later, he was reading this script. Like, <laughs> just awesome. Oh, that's uh, good for him sh- being able to pull that off. Right? <laughs> I just want to get oh. back in. <laughs> James Hong's in it. Michelle Yeoh's amazing. Jamie Lee Curtis. Like, just the, I, I, I don't know if I, I sent a couple texts out about it when I saw it, but it was like, 
to me, it's not it's not the Matrix, but it's like that first time watching the Matrix where it's like, this is different. This is big. Like this feels really like there's a lot going on here. Um, so it's like similar to that first time watching in and like, oh, shoot, that's dope. You know, so. Biggest recommendation. I've heard, I've heard good things. Want to watch it? I've heard good things. Yep. Well, I plan to go, you know, even though I'm not overly excited about watching it, I'm going to because I think I feel like I should. The, the new uh, Jurassic Park is coming out shortly. <laughs> so it looks so dumb, and I'm in. Like, yeah. That's kind of why I want to watch it. Yeah. I have not watched any uh, any trailers for this, and I have no interest in seeing it other than the fact that I've seen the other Jurassic Park. So it's like, yeah, I'll watch it. I and I was really it. surprised with how much I enjoyed uh, Jurassic World when it came out, the first one of the you know new trilogy or whatever. I really enjoyed it. So and then the second one was okay. Well, you didn't like the first one? I liked the first one a lot. Other than you know. We created a giant-ass Velociraptor thing. Well, when it comes to the other Jurassic Park movies, the recent ones, uh, I have to switch my mode of enjoyment to get to enjoy them because mm -hmm. I can switch that mode. Yeah. I go into, you know, when I go see a Godzilla movie. Like, okay, now, now I didn't have to do that with the Jurassic Park movies, but with, with these new ones, I kind of have to go into that. This is a Godzilla movie now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just a monster <clears throat> movie. It's not... The other, I'm not saying that the other Jurassic Parks prior to the the new age is um, are are not monster movies, just that there was more to them than that. So, you know, more to just seeing the dinosaurs in a spectacle manner, which was a big story pl plot of the original movies. It's like, oh, this is amazing, you know, but uh, beware the dangers of nature, that kind of thing. Yeah. None of them have feathers. Well, deal with it. yeah, it's like, oh, no, it's still it's, I'm just playing around like that's what I like about the whole It's like, yeah, that's fine. Things change. Some of them didn't. Some of them did. But we can't know that for certain. What do you mean? You well, mean people weren't alive back then? You don't say. <laughs> no, no. We're working with what we got here. Working with sand here. <laughs> working with sand. <laughs> yeah, uh -huh. yeah. So, I plan if yeah, Arthur. Like, oh, we'll, we'll talk about it later then. <clears throat> yeah, I'm I'm All down. Right. The the I saw the newest trailer for it before Doctor Strange, and I laughed very hard. So, yeah, probably shouldn't go like opening night because I don't want to ruin people's no. like that are wanting to watch it. My intention is to watch a matinee. Yeah, because I would like to laugh. I uh, watched a movie called The Gentleman on Netflix. Was he also a scholar? With I don't That's know. That's a good question. It was Matthew McConaughey. Oh, he wasn't. And Is that the a, Guy Ritchie? Yeah, I had a lot of fun watching it. I was supposed to watch that. The, watch uh, I think Charlie Hahn or whatever, the guy from uh, Sons of Anarchy. He's in it, and uh, Hugh Grant is not looking like anything I've ever seen Hugh Grant look. But so is that up on uh, HBO now? Did you say it's, or... it's, it's on the Netflix? Oh, the Netflix, nice. The, the Netflix, uh -huh. and I finished the Ozarks. Yeah, I recommend the Ozarks. Good, good stuff. I think Kickass is on its way out of HBO, so watch it while you can. 
I, I watched it again recently because I just was like, take cover, child. <laughs> God, I love yes! that Yes! Flash! <laughs> now switch to Kryptonite! <laughs> Uh, the other week and it had HBO kick asses on comedy an hour of it. We're kind of losing your voice. You're losing yourself, buddy. I was leaning back. I'm sorry. Yeah. Lose yourself to your mic. (laughs) No, I was just saying I was in a hotel the other week that had HBO and I was watching it on there before bed. Uh, I was very happy about it. I was Not so disappointed. Here, yeah, I watched, uh, not that long ago, I watched Kick-Ass and Kick-Ass 2, and I just get so disappointed every time I watch Kick-Ass 2. I'm like, I'm going to drop the bomb. I'm going to drop the bomb here. It's me fucking internet pirates. I don't I don't mind it too much. No, I like Kick-Ass. I like Kick-Ass and I like Kick-Ass 2. Why I was saying what I said is because the reason that Kick-Ass 3 or the Hit Girl movie didn't get made is because when Kick-Ass 2 came out, it was the most pirated movie. Oh. So it was like da- illegally downloaded over 50 million times. I also when don't was, think the audience I, liked it as much as I did. I also yeah. don't think that would prevent it from being made. They didn't make well, money. Yeah, when you have 50 million uh, people that download it and don't pay to see it. That's a lot of money not coming in. I like money. That sounds like an excuse. <laughs> well, it could be an excuse, but I it didn't make money. I have trust issues with it because I know of all the lies. So. <laughs> Don't believe his lies. Yeah. Brian, any to-go references here? To-go references? Or recommendations? Anything to shout out? To recommend? Yeah. I recommend you try the nachos on the way out the door. Uh, I I actually made a recommendation uh, on Mother's Day about the drive-in we went to. Because despite... Hmm despite the movie we went to go see <laughs> and how it was very difficult to watch said movie. We, I, I thought that that concession stand was rock solid. Nice. You agree, right? Oh yeah. It's awesome. It's great. Just give yourself a little more time than we did. Did you uh, have the churros? I don't think we missed anything. We just, we, we felt tight. like we were going to, it was tight. Oh, no, you went to watch the Batman. You didn't miss anything. <laughs> I missed some narration and some darkness. Darkness. <laughs> a lot of darkness. So We did Brian, not miss the darkness. Well, sometimes we did because there was a little light. Yeah. I told you I watched it, right? And so, yeah. Brian, we were talking about the gunfire in the hallway, and all you could see was the the flashing from oh, the Oh, was muscles. that not just our visual? It, that... No, that's pretty much how it's seen when you watch okay. it. Like, I watched it on my TV. It's like... I know what scene he couldn't see. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, it's that one. Big time. Just some flashes. You get, you get a little bit, like, kind of a shadowy, but it's, yeah, it's it's pretty much just the flash the, from the muzzles. That's all you can see. the drive-in was just the flash. <laughs> That's it. It was dark. Like, I tried to watch it during the day on my phone for a minute and couldn't see shit, so I had to wait till I got home. Just Turn off the lights. Yeah. Behind you, behind you. Uh, all right. Uh, we are going on some level of hiatus for the summer, but there might be some stuff dropped intermittently, intermittently as we decide here. Uh, so keep an eye out for that. But 
your semi-frequent episode drops are going to slow down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just hang in there. Yeah. Well, well, they'll eventually get released. Yeah. I'm, that's and what I'm saying. It's like, and, and if they'll know in June it. that we're taking a break. If if you get in a hurry to hear to see if we have new episodes, just drop Arthur a line on Twitter asking him to <laughs> or do yourself a favor and more. rewatch some old ones mm. or re-listen to re-watch. Yeah, it's true. Hear the evolution of the list. Yeah, check. <laughs> hear the change in production value that we've invested into our podcast over the two years. Fifty-five cents. They didn't. Um, <laughs> I think one of them might have got a new mic. Nope, it was headphones, not a mic. <laughs> yeah, that was because I broke my other ones. <laughs> but uh, no, nah, I mean, I guess we'll just send out some. Uh, appreciate whoever is listening out there. Uh, if you ever did wanted to drop us a line, uh, do still have a Twitter account that we yes. don't maintain? Do feel free. We won't be as critical of you as we are the bad movies. Yeah. We we also have a Facebook page that is also not maintained. I mean, at this point. But if you go to at Lost Remote Pod, you know, shoot a message there. Why not? Uh, or, you know, don't. <laughs> but we appreciate you listening. It's a good time. So, uh, you guys, anything else? You might need a pick. For the next viewing, I don't think we do. Oh, are we doing? We're doing a break, right? Yeah, but won't we need a pick for that said so next if, episode? Uh, no. Um, or are I we? Mean, did we do the break? The list breakdown live? Yeah, yes. we did. We'll, okay, we'll do never mind. Coming back in, we'll do that's like our, that's our next. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's right. So, uh, my my apologies, folks. The next movie we watch, you will all know when the episode drops. <laughs> yeah, or if we do no, the no, no, we will selection thing. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, do the we'll do the list selection breakdown for 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 season three list, and at the end of that, the new episodes movie will be announced. That's right. And, ex- and expect that episode come mid to late to fall, mid late summer or fall. <laughs> Who knows? Hey. Life is a mystery. Yeah. Uh, Brian, take us home. Oh. So now I have to come up with a rule. Well, once again, we have a film of many mistakes made on the part of many people. And I could make a joke about how not to date Amber Heard, but I'm not going to. <laughs> nah, see what happened to Johnny? Got toe up in bed. <laughs> nah, I I think oh it's hard to tell people not to go out and burn a child molester, right? You maybe you shouldn't. I mean, but maybe you should. I don't know. That's that seems like a personal call to me, so maybe I shouldn't come up with that rule either. Right, folks? I'll leave that up to you. Just try to try to make the right call, you know. Don't yeah, vigilante justice mm, can bring down the hammer upon yourself. So maybe you should think it through. We'll just say that. No, I think 
as a parent, if your child is having some issues and they're exhibiting some behaviors, maybe they're growing a gray or grays in the side of their head, and they're pulling hats out of thin air. Congratulations on ignoring that one, Mom. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if locking your child in your own personal prison that you've built over the day is the best way to help them. You know, because it seems like limiting the means of escape would be not only a fire hazard, but if you're also a drunk, just don't lock your kids in prison that is also your house. 